As we live on this earth, we live victoriously with all of the problems that come to us in our lifetime because we know that victory is in what God tells us to do in the midst of the problem. And he will not be overcome. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. There's no way we're going to fail when we learn to turn to God in prayer, depend on him through faith to give us the answer to the problem, and then when we have heard from God, do what he shows us to do. God created heaven and earth. How can he fail us? He won't fail us. We are his children. He has given us everything that we need in order to overcome all the things that would come upon us. We have a promise from God on this subject in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. God won't let something come to you that you are unable to deal with. You might see a person who has cancer and you'll think, oh, I couldn't stand that. I don't think I could deal with that. Well, you won't have to deal with it because if you can't deal with it, you won't have to deal with it. But there are some people that can deal with it. I had a friend who had ALS. He was diagnosed when he was 44. He was married and had two children. And I was with him during that period of time just after he was diagnosed with ALS. And he went totally paralyzed inch by inch. But when I called David and talked to him, I wouldn't have known he had ALS if I didn't know because he stayed so on top of everything, though he was totally paralyzed. Now, certainly, I couldn't do that. But see, I don't have to do it. David was equipped by God to go through this. There has no temptation taken you but such as is common to man But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. In David's case, I had an open vision about David. He was on a golf course, and he was totally whole, and he was waving to us, Come on, come on, it's great here. He was jumping up and down and waving to us, come join me. It's great here. What was God showing me? He was showing me David was going to die, but his spiritual condition was okay. And he was better off than he was on the earth, and he wanted us to come join him. One of his church congregation came to the city where I lived at the time this happened. 
and I told him the vision I had of David. And he said, well, don't you think that means David is going to be okay? And I said, no, it means David is dying. He's going to die. But his spiritual condition is fine. About two weeks later, David died. I sent that vision to his wife and children and told them, if possible, to have this read to their church at his funeral because it showed the victory that God had over the situation and that David was fine. The Old Testament examples are given to us to admonish us, to strengthen us, to warn us, to cause us to understand the fear of the Lord, to keep us in a proper position, and to allow us to see great victories through God, to encourage us. And so it is in our life today, whatever the problem might be, God is the answer. We belong to God, and God helps us and shows us what to do to overcome when we turn to him and wait for him to give us the answer. James chapter 1 verse 5 is a promise from God to us. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give us to all liberally and abrade us not, and it shall be given him, no matter what the problem is. The wisdom will be given you to show you what to do in the midst of the problem. Acts 17.28 For in him we live and move and have our being. Everything we do is in him. He lives in us, he dwells in us, he guides us and teaches us and leads us. And as we follow him, we go in the way of God and we see great victories through the way of God. And we rejoice in God because we know we didn't think of doing those things. God showed us to do them. Therefore, our victory is in God. Our hope is in God, not in ourselves and not in other humans, but in God arranging it. God is continually with us and in us by his Spirit. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Day and night God watches over us. He sees everything we do. He has put his spirit in us to comfort us and help us. How does the Holy Spirit do that? By bringing to our mind that which will comfort us and help us. And as we go in the way of the Spirit of God, we overcome the flesh and the problems. Psalm 139, David said, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? How are you going to run away from God? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me. 
and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to God. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 11 Paul tells us, Now all these things of the Old Testament happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. Joshua and the children of Israel have entered the land promised to them by God. They have to possess the land city by city by driving out the people who currently live in that land. But God is with them and has given them this land, promising Abraham, Isaac, Jacob the land which they now begin to possess. We're in the same situation. God has given you a land, and he has given me a land. It is the assignment that we have been given by God. If you are married, your family is your assignment. Dwell in that land and overcome through God every problem that arises. You turn to God, you pray, You wait till you hear from God, and then you deal with the problem by the word that you receive from God, not by your own strength or your own wisdom, for you will fail that way. But you will never fail when you do what God shows you to do. My land is exhorting the church, as I do right now. You keep doing your assignment, and we do it through turning to God and asking him what he wants us to do that day. But we have read in these Old Testament passages of the great victory at Jericho, and we have seen them defeated at the next town because they transgressed at Jericho and one of them disobeyed God. And because of one's disobedience, the whole army of Israel failed when they went to the next city. This is a great example. We cannot have transgressors in the midst of us. It won't work. Faith and unfaith can't live in the same building. You're not going to be able to have a strong church when you have mixed transgressors in with the real church. It just won't work. If you try to keep company with them, 
You're not going to pull them up. They will pull you down. So what you do is you find that person who really believes in God, who shows overcoming through God, and he's your partner because you overcome through God and you're equal through God. Joshua chapter 1 verse 3, God said, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. And in our case, our assignment, wherever we are right now, that is the place that God has given us. If it's marriage, that's your assignment. If it is, like me, exhorting the church, that is your assignment. You do your assignment faithfully with all your heart, with all the strength that you can obtain from God. And you continue to do it as long as you live on the earth. God promised Joshua in Joshua 1.5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. And we are the same. In our assignment, whatever God tells us to do, that we do and keep doing it. God will not fail us nor forsake us. God said then to Joshua, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law or according to everything God has said to you, to me. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law, or the word that God has given you, shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then... Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. When the Holy Spirit speaks something to us, it's very good if we will write that down immediately and keep it before us day and night because it strengthens us and enables us to do what we need to do. And then there'll be something else he gives us, and we keep that before us day and night. God says, have not I commanded thee? Isn't it God who told us to do this thing? At one point, God said to me, you'll never see this house again. And I put the house up for sale because I believed what I heard. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. And I said, well, I heard from God. I will never see this house again. And at that time, I was in a hospital. I had an accident, had surgery, and then spent two and a half months in rehab. And I put the house up for sale while I was in the hospital because I believe what God said to me. Well, if I'm never going to see the house again, I certainly don't need the house. Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. 
And God says, have not I commanded thee? Isn't it God who told you to do this? Well, if it is, don't turn away from it. Don't let anyone pull you away from the assignment. And Jesus says, he that overcometh. We overcome all these problems one by one that come up in front of us. And we overcome by turning to God and doing what he says. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And Jesus says, I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Revelation 3, 5. In God, we live and move and have our being constantly. God becomes our all in all as we live on this earth. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Paul says, Now all these things happened to them in the Old Testament for an example, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the end of the world has come. So we take these examples of the Old Testament and apply them to our lives and learn through them. All around us, people compromise. We don't compromise the Word of God. We live the Word of God, and we continue to live it. John chapter 8, Jesus says, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. If you continue doing what I tell you to do, you just keep doing it, keep on doing it, then you're my disciple. If you continue, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's if you continue doing the word of God. Joshua chapter 10, five kings gathered together to fight against Joshua and the children of God. Now, in a battle, the only thing important to us is what has God said about this matter. Verse 8, the Lord said to Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. So when we run into a problem, we say to God, help me. What do you want me to do about this problem? And as soon as we're sure that God has shown us what to do, we do it. And we leave nothing undone. But we do everything and deal with every problem that God shows us. No matter how small it seems, we deal with it. One thing God has shown me in doing the writing that I do to exhort the church, if you see anything that is an error or a misspelling or just a little off, if you see anything, correct it. Even if it's leaving out and or the, you go back and correct it. And I've been diligent to do that. It's the same as dealing with that child. 
If God shows you something, you do it. And it doesn't matter if you have to do it a hundred times or a thousand times. If God is the one showing you to do it, just do it. You're serving God, and it's your assignment, and you are fulfilling your assignment. And it always comes down to this. Did God tell me to do this? Is this what God told me to say or do? It always comes down to that. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.